Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Strike, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast with a British twist. As usual, I'm your host, Paul, and joining me tonight is uh, Mr. Tony Bufton. Hello! So, it's it's only the two of us this time, and it's it's mainly due to the fact that we're the two people that this really involves. Um, over the last, what, probably month, six weeks? Yeah, six weeks maybe. Um, we've attended... Well, I've attended three cons myself, uh, conventions. <laughs> Tony's been to one. One of the conventions I went to doesn't really touch on, on this. I went, In fact, I went to meet a uh, cast member from Legends of Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> there, were, there were a couple of Marvel guests. So Hayley was there, wasn't she? And Yeah, yeah, that was, that was the other one. Um, yeah, of course, I yeah. I went to London Expo to meet Victor Garber. Of course, yeah. Um, which was the same weekend as the first, first event that I went to. And that, that was actually a, a new convention organiser to, to these shores, to the UK shores. Now, anybody that listens in the States might know this company. Uh, it's a company that have run Walker Stalker, uh, Walking Dead Con. Um, they've been going for, what, three or four years now, I think. Something like that, I think, yeah. Um, over there. And then the last probably 18 months, they've introduced uh, a new show to their, to their lineup, and that's, that's Heroes and Villains. Um, which is a, a comic comic book movie and TV show, based show, um, partly run by uh, the man who plays Green Arrow himself uh, over at DC. Uh, Stephen Amell is is part owner of that, um, and they they headed to our shores. Now I know Tony, when you first looked at them, obviously, and a lot of people, and myself included, um, weren't particularly grateful of of them coming over. Mm. Mm. Yeah, particularly on the back of the, the Walker Stalker thing and the reports and the comments that I'd read about that. More about just the sort of how the queuing and stuff and everything, and to me the lack of virtual tickets. When I go to those sort of events, I like to know things are going to be well, not easy, but easy enough. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, one of those things is is um, virtual tickets for yeah. events. And you now, get if you get, I was saying, if you get there at eight o'clock in the morning and queue up outside, yeah. then you want to be rewarded in some ways by scooting off down the other end. Yeah. <laughs> when you get yeah. in. Yeah, and now this is where I think I think there was a lot of confusion because for me, I think this convention sits in the middle of a sign-in event and a weekend convention. I don't think it's one or the other. Hmm. In my opinion, I got there. I didn't have an early bird ticket or any VIP ticket that were yeah. ridiculously priced. Um, I just had a normal ticket. I went and picked. I was there early because I, I needed to pick my ticket up. You pick your ticket up from uh, Will Call with this one rather than it being sent to you, which is, again, something different because it seems like it's a it's a bigger event in, in that terms that they were using all the facilities at the venue. The venue was mm-hmm. the, the London Olympia. Um, oh, yeah. which for any con-goer in the UK will know that uh, Showmasters use that for London Film or Comic Con and have done for, a, well, how long is that now? They've been there. Wembley, was, Wembley was a good 13, 
12, 13 years ago right now? Right back at the start, yeah, over a Since decade ago. From Wembley Arena, because obviously they moved from Wembley Arena when that got rebuilt. Yeah. Um, and that was a, a long time ago now. Um, so, oh, yeah. well, Wembley's just had its 10th anniversary, hasn't it? Or so, some of this, like... Yeah, well, that's Wembley Stadium. Well, 100, game, 100 games or something, yeah. wasn't it? Or, yeah. Wembley Stadium went after the arena. The arena that's was right, yeah. first. So... Um, so it's a, it's a known venue. Um, it's not been particularly easy for us over the years at that venue. Um, it's always been quite hectic. Things in places and you wouldn't expect them to be. And it's, and it's also a funny one to get to Olympia with the trains. Yes, it is. You have to trains, sort of go sideways, don't you? Yeah, trains don't always run into that station, depending on where you're coming from. Mm. Um, so I got, I got there early to go and pick my ticket up because it was... As I said, I, you, could, you could have picked it up Friday night, but I only arrived late Friday night uh, yeah. into London, so I didn't I didn't bother. I went early in the next morning, and I, I got in the queue. I may have waited outside for five minutes, and then they actually let us in to a hall. They'd rented a hall just to keep you out of the sun or rain, whichever was going to come, um, which was actually a bit better than London Film and Comic Con, because the last time me and you went, Tony, we queued all the way around the other side of the building <laughs> to get in. We're not, I remember we sat into the security for about 15 minutes because yeah. we, we didn't move, did we? Yeah, exactly. So this was a bit better, actually. I felt it was kind kind of easy. They've got one side, you've got the VIP tickets that were going to be let in early. Yeah. And then on the other side, you've got the general plebs, like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought that was all right. And the guy that was kind of the show floor runner... Um, came out and told everybody what was going on. Um, first of all, he came out and told the VIPs when they were going in that they were going to go in on time and everything was fine. They all went in, no problems, and there was a steady stream of people still coming in that didn't want to be there exactly on time. Yeah. And then he came out again and said, we're actually going to let everybody else in a bit early. Everybody's filtered through. Um, so we actually got in maybe 10, 15 minutes earlier than we should have done. Oh, right. Um, which was good. When I got in, it was a little bit sparse, is probably the word, compared to mm. a lot of the other events. There wasn't an overabundance of stalls. Um, everything was kind of, it was all on one floor. There was nothing upstairs like you've got for London Film or Comic Con. All right. Um, the photo shoots were right at the far end in one hall. Uh, that makes sense, actually, I think. Sometimes... Yeah. LFCC, they can be spread out a little bit because of the, yeah. whatever the size of the guest is. Yeah. And some of them are squeezed right up against the, in a really narrow area. Uh, I say that. There was a few autograph sessions that were upstairs. <coughs> uh, Stephen Amell was upstairs. And Emily Bet Richards was, oh, Rickards was upstairs, however you say her surname. Yeah. Can never get yeah. it right. Um, <laughs> and the person that I was meant to be going to meet, and again, this is completely against the run of this show, uh, I was meant to be going to meet Melissa Benoist or Benoit or another one of those names that people say different ways, um, who actually cancelled three days before the event um, alongside her colleague on Supergirl, um, Chris Wood. They both cancelled. Um, suddenly, this was just a few days after uh, the bombing in Manchester. Um, whether that um. had some effect, I don't know. Um but they were the only two that cancelled. Everybody else did appear. Um, well, I did also see reports that she's doing shooting a mini series yes. about Waco. 
yes, she is. She she is in a series. Um, <laughs> that doesn't give the excuse that Chris Wood couldn't make it. Um, mm. This is due to the fact that he is now her boyfriend. Um, uh. So it was kind of, it might be harsh that I think it might have been possibly that she just didn't want to come because of what had mm. happened. It's um, yeah. sad I know, I guess. if it is the, is the case, but if that's her prerogative, then fair enough. So yeah, it actually sure. worked out quite well for me. I'd already paid paid for my autograph up front for Melissa. Yeah. I'd got one of the, the prepaid autographs. They they sold, as I said, Emily and, and Stephen were also prepaid autographs. Yeah. Um, it was just those three that, that were that you could pre-book yeah. your autograph. And um, what about the queuing and, and getting the autos? And... Well, when I got in, I, I'd made the decision that it actually worked out well for the show. I actually decided that I was going to go and meet Michael Rooker. Ah. Um, good old John Doe. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Um, I, got in the, I got in the queue. He was fairly close to the entrance to where we oh, came really? in. So I kind of turned left. Um, we came in the side entrance yeah um rather than that front entrance that you normally come in oh yeah yeah um so it was kind of i don't know whether you remember tony there's like some shutters on the side as you come out of the train station and turn left you go mm, vaguely, yeah. and where the cash points and everything are and there's yeah. kind of like some shutters where they bring in lorries and things that's right yeah we'd gone in that way they brought us oh, in right. that side so we'd come in the side and you kind of you've got the Shop floor as, as such, with all the, the stalls, yeah. well, as I said, lack of stalls. Yeah. Um, and Michael and Sean Gunn were just to the left. Um, oh, well. Milo Ventimiglia was first. Um, he was the first guest you came upon. Um, and then just further on past him was Sean, Sean and Michael. So I got in the queue and it said, oh, they'll, they'll be here from half past nine. Well, by the time I got in, it was nearly 10 o'clock already. And wow. he, wasn't, he wasn't there. Um, and to be fair, the only guest I saw at that point was Milo. Milo was actually signing. Sean wasn't there either. Um, but once Michael did arrive, it became obvious why he was late. He'd actually just got <laughs> off a plane. Oh, well, he'd blimey. He'd come straight from the airport. Because the night before, he'd actually been at Disneyland. Oh, wow. With uh, Sean Gunn and James Gunn. Riding the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Wow. And had so he's not, he's not floated it straight from the States to... Yep, to London. To the con overnight. there. And he, he got going, um, chatting to everybody. It was, it was fine. They let in all the VIPs first, because obviously yep. they'd got in before us and yep. should, should be getting their autographs first. And eventually, after I think after an hour, um, they then... I don't even know if I don't even think it was an hour. He might have been slightly earlier than he should have been, mm-hmm. um, and they they had to wait until the VIPs had had their their certain amount of time to get their yeah. autographs, and then they started feeding one by one. Yeah. So if another VIP guest uh, attendee turned up, they'd go. Then a general would go through. He started going, yeah. and I have the proud distinction to be in the first convention audience. That he shouted, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, that. <laughs> he actually, he actually got up and went, what was everybody's favourite line from Yondu in the newest film? And everybody kind of went, we don't want to say it. And then he just went, I know what it is. I'm Mary <laughs> Poppins, y'all, and shouted it across the hall. 
Brilliant. Um, uh, so that's it was nice. great. I, I eventually got through, chatting to everybody, a couple of minutes with everybody, I think. Yeah. Um, and I eventually got to him, got my Yondo, Yondo picture signed. He personalized it, um, which Brilliant. I believe more or less everybody was personalizing. Oh, wow. Um, that kind of flies in the face of a lot of events lately. Yeah, I believe even St- Stephen was on occasion. If you mm-hmm. pressed him, if you if you asked yeah. him, he was personalising as well. Um, I do know that a couple of the attendee, the the guests were shortening their autographs to get through people. Yeah, I had seen one or two. Yeah, that, that um, but Michael was lovely. I had, a, in fact, I had a chance to talk to him about the the ride at Disneyland. Um, which was brilliant, oh, cool. and asked him if he enjoyed it and and how how good it was to have a ride based on on their film. Um, and he said he loved it, and and obviously and and that really was it for me. I didn't get any other autographs. As I yeah. said, I had to get to another event, um, which was yeah. the other side of London. Um, so I kind of just had a quick stroll through the stalls. Uh, the one thing I will point out, they had the stage right smack bang in the middle of the hall. Um, Ooh, so really, weird. where you were, you could hear all of it. It didn't matter whether you couldn't see the stage; you could tell oh. it was on stage. I happened to when I was in the queue, I could actually see it because I was oh, kind right. of in front of it, but to the right of the stage. And I happened to see uh, John Barrowman come on stage in his uh, Tardis dress <laughs> and do a little twirl uh, for everybody. <laughs> So uh, that was good. You can't, you can never knock Barrow, and he always has fun at right. conventions. As done right from, oh, talking of London Film or Comic Con, all the way back. That was the first place I ever met him. Yeah, and that must yeah, be. That was at the. I think that was by the time they'd moved to the Olympia. It might. I might be wrong. It might have been. No, it was. It was Wembley, and it was before <laughs> Torchwood started. It's a shame in some ways that DC grabbed him first because he'd be perfect for yeah. our universe. Yeah, he certainly would be. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed the event. It, as I said, it was, I think it's somewhere in between a weekend event and, and a signing event because it, it seemed a lot more laid back for me than it would be mm. a normal signing event. Do you think a lot of that might have been down to not achieving the ticket sales that they thought they might have got? Well, or, think, there were a lot of these offers on. And... Yeah, I think they ended up selling out. Oh, right. Interesting. Um, with the ticket sales, and I believe they're doing them again this weekend. Yeah. As we speak, they're doing the two for one again. Um, oh. And that just seems to be their way, I think. I think they price them highly and then kind of go, well, we've not sold that many. Let's try a deal. And I think that's the mm. way they're going to do. I think they up upsell them so much in the first place mm. that they can probably afford to take that, that drop. Um, mm. I will probably go back next year. Yeah. Um, depending on the guests, hopefully they'll get Melissa back, um, so I can actually meet her, and hopefully they get some more Marvel guests next year. Because as I said, it was only Rooker and Sean Gunn this year. Mm. Oh, and Hayley Atwell was there, but obviously yeah, we've I... met her three times now. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like I don't really need to meet her anymore. There's there's other well, Marvel es- guests, especially the sort of the price increase over well, yeah, like, twelve uh, months ago. And I think right. that I think that was proven by the fact that she didn't have a queue. Oh, no, so I gather... Yeah. I, walk, I walked past her on my way out and she was sitting there on her phone. Um, That's incredible. Just no cue at all, which it's is incredible. a shame because she's, she's a popular part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm, absolutely. So it's a shame that she was priced out. And and that's one of those things they'll learn from, from the prices. 
I'm sure our agent will have learned from that this year. Mm. Um, mm. That maybe it was a little bit too high. And yeah. uh, oh, and Stanley Tucci was there as well. And by all accounts, of course, yeah, his queue wasn't particularly long either, considering he's a, a fairly big Hollywood actor. Um, I also wonder whether for they some people have made that that choice we discussed on on, on the Confusion podcast as well in the past of having to make that choice between photo and auto. Yeah, I saw I lots think so. talking about the photos they books. Mm. No, definitely, um, and I think that is the that is the changing changing way of the, the convention game at the moment i think so but yeah that yeah. that was that was my my feelings on on that event as i said tony i know you weren't particularly enamored by them but yeah are that well yeah because people were sort of saying that they were very much the same as walker stalker yeah. and, and the stories i'd heard about that event were crazy but i've heard from other people who went to hvff that, that enjoyed it and, and said it, the organization was good i think i think my only concern would be whether it would be worth me going down if there's nobody I thought I particularly could afford or wanted to meet. Yeah, and, and I agree that, with that. On the back of there not being a lot to look at. Yeah, well, and hopefully but next I year that might change. The stall issue we'll probably cover now in a second when you talk about your other event, because yeah. that's where they were. Well, yeah, well, yeah as I said, the, the uh, London, Thermal, uh, London Expo was, was where everybody was. But saying that, Expo is a very different beast in what Absolutely. you find there. They take up the whole of the Excel Centre now, more or less. Really? Um, and it's, it covers it a whole range. back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's, <coughs> it's just, it's a completely different ball game for them. They're, they're not aiming it at people like me and you. And you go in and you get one guest and you look around and you think, well, most of these stalls I haven't got any interest in at all. Um, so hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, they might heroes and villains might pull something out. Um, so let's move on to to your event, Tony. I, I've got another one to talk about after yours um, with some more Marvel guests that I went to. But let's talk about one that we talked about obviously last year that we both attended, and and that's Star Fury, Star Fury Ultimates. Uh, Twenty seventeen. Yeah, the, yeah, the second incarnation of it this year. Um, so let, give me your overview of that event, Tony. Right, yeah, well, uh, anybody that sort of visited the um, Facebook page, uh, they did kick off early with my, my update from Crew Station on the way up. <laughs> so hopefully that's something we'll look to do more of over time when we go to these events, is just doing periodic sort of videos. Um, yeah, so I went up on the Thursday. Um, it's kind of an unofficial non-con night. Um, this year was a little bit tinged with sadness because we're, we had a bit of a charity sort of raffle. Yeah. which was basically for one of the victims of the Manchester bombing, Georgina, who had actually attended last year's, I believe. Yeah, she'd attended that. She'd been to, I know she'd been to the Once Upon a Time cons that Rogue Run. Uh, yeah. I believe she was at City of Heroes as well last year. Yeah. Um, um, and but that was a really good, successful sort of little time. I think they raised several hundred pounds for the appeal. Yeah, that's um, good. And, and that was, was that Grant that organised most of that? That, that was Grant, yeah. So shout Sorry. out to Grant Gowdy. Um, an old friend of ours we've known him for a, I, for a long time indeed and i've actually managed to grab myself a copy of uh, elf on dvd <laughs> i had one win i had one win out of about five quid's worth of tickets <laughs> so so yeah so the thursday night was nice sort of chilled out sort of even just catching up with a few people having a couple of beers sort of tooted off about 12 o'clock off to my room 
Um, a difference, of course, this year wasn't quite as busy an event. So the Friday didn't have anything structured in it like we had last year with Matt Ryan in the afternoon. Yeah. So basically, all things DC again went off to watch Wonder Woman on the Friday morning. Um, which of course was a great, great experience. Um, the total back up to the hotel mid afternoon. Got through registration really quickly. Picked up my photo tickets. Uh, everything was there. The organisation is always pretty much spot on. Uh, Staff the events are fine. Um, even the big ones of the past. They've always seemed to manage it quite well. I will put a disclaimer in here. I actually used to work for Star Fury events, so <laughs> just for a little while. Yeah. I don't anymore, but yeah. But but I think that they've been doing them long enough. I think to, to, to um, any kinks they will iron out. But yeah, all that was done. Breeze through there. <clears throat> um, they picked up the extra auto. First time, first time I think in a long while I actually paid for a bonus auto as well. Yeah. For Benedict. Yeah. I'll come on to that in a bit. Um, more on Benedict shortly. Uh, yeah, so the Friday night was the secret agents party after the opening ceremony. Opening ceremony was the the usual sort of five minutes. Hello, I'm so and so, and they all come on. You could tell they were really going to be interesting to be there. Yeah. Uh, and then of course they had the uh, the very long meet and greet for the gold ticket holders. Yeah. Um, so it's always was a bit strange. I'm going to tootle off usually do my costume, uh, which was Black Widow this time. Uh, come back at sort of half past ten, and it's still empty on the dance floor. Because <laughs> most people are in the meet and greet. That first sort of two hundred people. It's amazing so. when you consider that the way Star Fury used to run those is that whoever bought the first what hundred tickets, hundred tickets, I think. Would, yeah, I've been to one or two. So, which now quite clearly, Sean is selling far more gold tickets than he ever used to give for the for the meet and greets. Mm. It seems mm. like there are a lot more people in those meet and greets now. Yeah, a good couple of hundred people. I think that's yeah. why they take so long. I think. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I I've been there and I've done the meet and greets and I say, you know me and my my costumes and the party stuff. It, for me, it just cuts in too much the Friday evening. Yeah, and, and for uh, me and my... now, with a with a four year old, going to to the evening things isn't really a, a chance now. To be fair, because mm-hmm. normally it's getting something for, for dinner. Yeah. to bed and then i look at the clock and it's kind of like well it's eight nine o'clock now well i mean yeah and if even if you went to the meet and greet on your own and left with the little yeah. and like half 11 maybe before you yeah. come out of there if you're lucky yeah exactly <laughs> and the thing is you have to get up the next morning as well it's yeah. not like these things start late is it uh, i know That's it's right. staff jury time but i think it was about an hour, 40 minutes late kicking off it was about half eight i think in the end what so <laughs> shout out to another of our, our friends, Bob. Yeah, uh, he sort of left halfway through because he wanted to go. He wanted to go to the cinema as well and watch <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, the meet and greet, and then uh, the secret agents part, as I said, uh, uh, so went as a, a Black Widow. But um, hang out with another friend of mine of ours, Laura. who was a really excellent Black Widow, so we decided to remind him to stop him and Black Widow. <laughs> I don't think a couple of great photos of us together actually doing yeah. the um doing the stretch pose. Yeah. I think my legs are still suffering from that now. <laughs> Check out our Facebook page. I'm sure we've got some photos on there, haven't we, that we put I'll, I'll pop that one up on there. There are one of some decent cosplay photos which I'll mention in a minute. Yeah, so that was the Friday night. Saturday, it all kicked off in the morning. Uh Benedict was first on stage at twelve o'clock after when you're in that sort of back end of the photos. Uh before that we had all the usual sort of photo shoots. Yeah. 
Uh, Reed and Jay were up first, and Gabriel on the Saturday morning Benedict. And obviously, Jay's an old, old friend of ours as well, Jay August Richards. Um, yeah. How, very well, old. I was working out. What is it now? It's fourteen years. Something like that. He would have yeah. done his first Star Fury Con. Yeah. 14, 14 wow. Years. So, and I'm sure he's still in his attic because the bloke hasn't aged in the last no, ten no, years. No, no. You know what? The last time I saw him, the last time I saw him was before I got married. Yeah. So that's that's eight years ago, and I, I saw him in LA of all places. I went out uh, to, to work for Sean uh, for Star Fury um, yeah. for their their one and only uh, Firefly convention in in the uh, states. And Joe sure. turned up to one of the parties in the That's evening. Awesome. Um, with the uh, Tim, of... I need to mention that because I'll go on to that in a yeah. moment. Um, uh, yeah, so those guys were up first. Then you had the sort of, because it was a joint, you had one or two of the DC guests were on in the mid-session. And then you had the, uh, that was Danielle Panabaker, Willa, Arlen, Paul Blackthorne. That was after the Shield group. Then you had, then you had the rest of the Shield guys, Natalia and Brett and Elizabeth. And that was the photo shoots. After that, of course, we're saying then uh, we're on to Benedict. Uh, well, I should say, I should say, I suppose I got most of my photos on that session in that morning. Um, I got the Gabriel one. Uh, who's really good. I got him trying to do a really sort of menacing stare. Yeah. It's sort of pre-Grace Rider. Um, and also I got sort of nice little um, Hydra T-shirt shots with Natalia and Brett and Elizabeth. Uh, and the last two are fantastic. I got a really great double. If again, I'll pop it up on the on the uh, the page when I get five minutes. Uh, Elizabeth was such a wonderful little guest and so wonderfully British the entire weekend. Apparently, she was lovely. Even with that, her last year. Yeah, um, I sh- I'm friends with one of the people that was sort of PA and I was PA for a <laughs> She was even in the green room. Apparently, she was wonderfully British, making her own cups of tea and stuff. Apparently, it doesn't and it just... surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> it was a shame because I know Sean said that he tried to get Ian to come back as well, and he wasn't available. Ah, uh, for Fitzsimmons. Um, yeah, but I'm sure he's going to try and work on that for wouldn't next year. Wouldn't be surprised if we get them as a double yeah. at some point. Yeah. So yeah. So after that, we then kicked off with uh, Benedict in the Yule, who I didn't get to see because, of course, with these events, you had the sort of crossovers with the autographs. Yeah. So I think I was having a little bit of lunch and then uh, possibly then skipped into then it was the Shield Autos were at half past one. So you have to sort of get get yourself primed and ready for that. Um, apparently, though, it was a really good Q&A and apparently he's a really massive geek. People were saying that. Yeah, it seems like it. It was, it was being uh, nicknamed DJ Wong. Yes, because, yeah, well, you're skipping forward a bit. I think on one of the, is it the Saturday or the Sunday night party, he was doing some DJing yeah. for about half an hour. And uh, in fact, well, on his photo, I was skipping forward to the Sunday morning. I had my photo with him on the Sunday morning. He came in with a with a with a CD player, I think, or MP3 player, or something, and he set up music for his photo shoot. So he's obviously a big man for his music. Yeah, yeah. And, you uh, say that. That's the same. I for my next event, I'll, but it's not a guest that really matters for this. When I met uh, Carlos Valdez from Flash, and he'd got his his uh, iPod on his desk with speakers. Going while he was going, and we literally we got to the front of the queue. And he says, "I've just got to queue my next lot of songs up, otherwise it'll be really boring for everybody." <laughs> uh, so it, it seems yeah. like it's a common thing that's coming up now. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, so apparently it was a good queue. And then after that, you had the couple of you had Danielle had her own, and then Paul and Willa. Uh, I did catch a bit of theirs, and uh, just sk- skipped to DC for a moment. Willa was actually sort of revealed something quite interesting that she wasn't keen on on the way the love interest stuff kept going for her all the time. Yeah. Interesting reveal. Um, after that, you got Jay and Reed on stage together. 
who did two together and I caught one of them and they were absolutely superb together. And Reed is a real sort of Anglophile. Yeah, he seems like he that. He likes British. Yeah. Um, I, I can't. I did tweet at the time about one of the, sh- um, some of the music and stuff that he, he was talking about. Uh, yeah, he's a real Anglophile. Uh, it's all. Oh, he's a fantastic guest. Really gets into the spirit of it. I know people have met him before. Uh, he's another typical sort of Star Fury weekend con guy. Yeah. Really just gets into the ro- into the the whole role. Uh, he chatted a little bit about his work with Joss and also uh, particularly on uh, on the Shakespeare production. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> name escapes me now. What was the film? Oh. Well, it's completely oh. gone out of my head as well and I've got it. Oh, much to do about thank you. Much to do. Complete brain fart there. Uh, he chatted a little bit about that. Yeah. And they sort of both chatted about things like how much cooler it always is to be villains in these things. They're much more fun. Yeah. Uh, after that, you get Gabriel and Natalia up on stage. Uh, and then after those, Brett and Elizabeth. Saturday, Mr. Brett and Elizabeth on the Saturday, sort of squeezing in some autographs, a couple of the Arrow and Flash autographs. Um, and before that, the Benedict ones. So I kind of did want to see them on stage, but of course, then I'm to cut into sort of getting ready for the costume competition. Yeah. So I didn't see them on stage together, but I gather again, it was quite a good talk. Yeah, uh, so after that, we're into the party again, which Saturday night seems to be the staple at these events now from Marvel versus DC. Um, cards on the table time. I actually batted for the other side on Saturday night. Well, you totally. normally do, Tony. <laughs> In a costume sense. Yeah. Yeah, so I was part of a DC group um, as Zatanna, of all things. Uh, we won best groups. So that was good for some really fantastic competition entries and other cosplays about the place. I did put one or two up on the page. Uh, one of the guys I know stewards quite often, not so sort of the chap's name, but often stewards the doors of the auto sessions. Yeah. Um, he has a Captain Britain costume. <laughs> Brilliant. And there is a, there is a picture of it up on the, on the site. Oh, it's a fantastic little costume. I, I said to him, it's not one we see enough of, actually, I don't think, particularly from British events. Yeah, and uh, as I said in the last episode, he would be the character that I would bring into the MCU. And I bring him in, I think, as we, as we said, as a Netflix show, I think. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Set yeah. it, shoot it here. I mean, they, they spent enough money on stuff like Sense8 that they could shoot eight episodes yeah, or something. exactly. British set show, I'm sure. Yeah, so it was a really good party again. Um, I think the guests really got all the costumes. Uh, really enjoyed themselves. He kind of goes around a bit of a blur as you're wandering around to see what reactions they're getting. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah, I think the, everything went down a treat on there. Uh, again, I said they wanted to take those graphs up on the on the website. Yeah. Uh, so then we went to Sunday. Usual again. Flip. They flip everything around. You had Reed and Jay were up first, and Natalia you're on the photos. Uh, Benedict. Uh, that's where I got my photo. I on the Sunday morning with him. Got a nice sort of thumbs up photo from him. Uh, and just usually the Shield group, then Daniel, Gabriel and Brett and Elizabeth. So very much the usual standard fare for the setup of the autos and the photos. Uh, again, some interesting bits. Uh, skipping to DC from I got to ask Paul Blackthorne about the upcoming Star Wars game, which was kind of which was cool. Which then again that links into something we're going to talk about later: the the reveal of of the new Star Wars game at, at E3 uh, yeah. at, with an actual clip of Paul Blackthorne in it. Right, yeah, the blinking you miss sort of facial yeah. shots. Yeah. Right. Um, talk, also talking about gaming and all things digital, Brett and Gabriel did a talk together. 
So I did manage to get to ask them both about digital work, uh, Brett particularly with, the, with his Until Dawn game. Yeah. Um, and Gabriel, I asked, managed to ask him about how much of him on screen when we see the rider is him. And he said about 90%, roughly. It doesn't surprise me. That, that it was the reason why everybody was surprised that they brought Ghost Rider in was mm. because of how much they thought they were going to have to do digital work. But quite clearly, yeah. there's not that much involved mm. in it. No, and then the digital bit, it really is just there. It's, it's mostly him and, and then maybe 10% made up of his standings and his stunt doubles. Yeah. Yeah, and then they just they put the digital head on the top of whoever's on set that day, basically. Yeah. So 90%, he said, roughly, of what you see of the rider moving around in terms of the body part and the movement it, with him. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so we then, uh, again, shooting out for autographs and stuff. And I did manage to catch a bit of the Benedict talk at the end. People asking him about Strange. Uh, about Sunshine, I think, was quite popular as well, because he was in that. Because uh, the biggest surprise for me was I didn't realise he was he was even from this from that neck of the woods, yeah. from up north. Yeah. British, Chinese, British, yeah. Asian. Uh, I think so, he's from Stockport uh, or something. I, I assume he's an American. Sorry? I think he's from Stockport or somewhere like that. I believe, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was shouting late vote paper, I believe, at one point yeah. in one of his talks. So. Uh, but yeah, because I don't. Because it's so long since I've seen Sunshine, I can't remember whether he's got a British accent in that or not. No, I don't think um, so. And I'm not seeing a lot else. So I kind of really only know him predominantly in terms of his voice from Doctor Strange. Yeah. So it was a bit of a shit that sort of. Sort of Asian stroke northern accent that he's got. It's yeah. really interesting that one. Uh, yeah, I was saying that like, he's the first bonus autograph I got in a long time. I actually got him to sign the Doctor Strange slip card. Um, so that's going to go sort of pride of joy on the DVD collection, Blu ray collection now. Uh, yeah, and, that, and then we closed off, usual closing ceremony. Uh, Danielle had to shoot off for, be for a flame flight, but everybody else was there. I think one or two probably have had extended holidays looking at some of the tweaks in the, in the week yeah, after. I know, I know Brett did last year. Brett had a long yeah. holiday in Europe last year. so. Uh, and then we closed out with the Forever Evil party on the Sunday night. Ah, and, uh, that's where the, the fun was with the party because you had Gabriel and Jay were kicking around on the dance yeah. floor. And I believe that's something like and Dick was doing his DJ in as well for about half an hour but but gabriel and really got into that weekend it was superb in fact probably my favorite guest just shading it from benedict in terms of getting into the whole weekend yeah it, it definitely um, seemed like from what i was saying that he'd really got got involved posing and and everything and just yeah. just a great all-round guy yeah. by the look of it there's one sort of downside to that i think there were one or two people sort of chanting it with selfies and stuff yeah. with him which goes against the sort of rules and regs a bit of that convention. I hope it's something that we're able, they're able to sort of get a control on. We don't, you don't want to sort of lose that again. And I know Starfury had a camera ban for a few years or yeah. a couple of years because of people taking photos. And it's just go and chill out, you know. Yeah. That's that's what those parties are there for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and that was the event. Yeah, it was a really good. I said it was a lot, not as busy as last year. It's not as manic. When yeah. you had that Haley there on the Saturday, and sort of our autos at two and photos at two ends of the room, yeah. everything was up top end in the main part this time. In the shooting queue in that really hot conservatory oh, corridor. God. Back there again, yeah. yeah. We've spent so, many, yeah, so at many a time in that. Yeah. That conservatory. So at least we didn't have that diving from one end to the other that we had last year. Yeah. Uh, everything was up at the top end, which was a lot better actually. Yeah. But yeah, that was good. Enjoy. Enjoyed it, and I shall hopefully be sorting out a ticket 
for next year because it's my birthday weekend. Yeah, and hopefully <laughs> I should be there as well. Um, yeah, uh, in fact, like, so that's something we should just mention briefly. That it's actually the dates have been announced for the third one. It's actually sort of the things. Uh, May 11th to 13th. It's, it's yes. a good four or five weeks earlier, three weeks earlier. Yeah. So it's sort of kicking off that that series of events. Yeah. So we're we're I'm sure we'll be kicking around. So any listeners that are that are there, come and find us and yeah. have a chat with us if you want to. So yeah. Again, as I said so last year, I would have been there. And of course, the re- one of the reasons you weren't there was because there was another event the, the yes, same weekend. Was, Do you want uh, to talk? The same weekend, uh, the return of Showmaster's Collectomania show. Uh, I know we've, we've mentioned London Film and Comic Con earlier, um, but yeah, Showmasters have brought back their their old, their original show, um, Collectomania. It used to be in Milton Keynes, but originally it was in the shopping centre. Yeah, it was in the in the shopping centre, and then then they moved it to the to the new football ground. But um, things went a bit wrong uh, at the football ground, and they. <laughs> They, they shut the show down, so it, it was. It hasn't been on for two, three years now. Um, it'll be two years since the last one. Um, but yeah, they brought it back, and my big reason for going to to this was they had uh, Ming Na Wen, who obviously plays Agent May. Um, not just obviously Agent May for me, but she also played Mulan. Um, being a big Disney fan, she's she's a, an official Disney princess. So it was it was kind of a big thing. To so was she the in. voice? Yes, the animated voice. Was yes. It? Yeah. Oh wow. So interesting. Uh, I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So it was quite a big thing for me to meet her eventually. Oh. It's, we've been waiting for her for a while to come over. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, what Agents of Shield is now five years. Um, yeah. So that was the big plan. As I said, I met Carlos Valdez as well, and Lisa wanted to meet Devon Murray from Harry Potter. My wife wanted to meet meet him. So. We we went to that to get a few autographs. A couple of friends have got stools. Shout out to Stateside Stills. Um, big guys selling, selling 10 by 8 photos for people to get signed. Um, if you're ever at the event, go and see them for all your all your photo needs. Um, <laughs> we always do. So This has been a public service broadcast. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, go and see them next time you're at an event. Um so we we got in. We didn't have, again. Didn't have early bird tickets. We had a family ticket because because it was all three of us. It was yep. me, my wife, and my little boy. Um, so we had normal general entry tickets. We got there, no queue to get in. Um, wow, which was a bit of a surprise. They were bag checking because obviously, it, as I said, it was just after Manchester, and yeah. um, I'm not sure whether it was. I think it was just before what happened in London. Um, mm, so they yes, were bag checking, which was no problem at all. We did that. Um, we got in there, and it didn't. It wasn't busy at all. Um, but I don't know whether that was because there was a lot of room, or or what, or whether it was just because it was the first one back. It's the first time I've I've learned today that apparently originally memorabilia had an exclusive contract. Um, that has now ended. Um, which means this is the reason why Collectomania is now in Birmingham. Um, at the NEC, so but it wasn't busy, so we thought, right, we'll go and see what the autograph situation's like. So, first of all, we met, we met Carlos, we got straight in the queue. They they were giving out virtual queuing tickets, but they didn't really need them. Um, all right, yeah. he actually went, Do you know what, by the time I've given you the ticket and 
well torn the ticket out and given it to you, you'll more or less be meeting them. So he just was like, <laughs> just joined the queue. Go so on, we met, met Carlos, queue. lovely guy, brilliant. He's exactly as you'd expect from Cisco in, in Flash. Ah, uh, cool. There's, he's not really much different from that character at all. That's good. Um, so the second one was Ming. Again, the person at the front went, by the time I've torn this out and given it to you, you may as well just go in. <laughs> so again, That's we met her. Now, I was kind of surprised at her. Um, and it's nothing nothing bad, but she was very regal and reverential, would be how I would explain her. She's, she's very polite and, and nice, but she's not really one for engaging in conversation. Um, I tried to talk to her about about strike and she kind of glazed over um uh, i know she has been having problems she was in a wheelchair um she injured herself yeah, on she, the, I'm Irish, she? Yeah. yeah she injured herself on the set of agents mm. of shield and it had actually been operated on a few weeks before um mm. so i know she was probably in in pain as well but uh someone asked her about it because i said we thought you were going to cancel and she said do you know what there was other events i should have been doing that i cancelled but I wanted to do this one. So I give her a due. She wanted to come to the UK. She was kind of like, I've not, I've not been there before. I'm going to go yeah. and do this one and cancel oh, ones that I've been, been to before. So she, she was lovely. Fair don't play. get me wrong. But I don't think she'd be one for a weekend event. No. I don't think she's well, kind I, of... There are always guests like that, I think, aren't yeah. there? So. so, and then, as I said, we went and met Devon Murray from Harry Potter. Lovely lad. We had a chat with him. We stood with him for about five, ten minutes, talking to him. Um, yeah. It was obviously wasn't busy, but quite clearly he wanted to talk to people. Um, so lovely guy. Another Harry Potter autograph to add to the collection. So, and ju- just really enjoyable. And I'll tell you what, we were done in no more than forty-five minutes with our autographs. Wow. We were literally that's straight a, through. That's the record. Yeah. So we, I believe we actually left, we had some lunch, we spoke to Stateside Steels, as I said, bought Sam a couple of bits of Lego um, <laughs> while we were walking around, and then we headed off, and I think we'd, we'd left by one o'clock. Wow. Um, but again, really enjoyable, glad that Collectomania is back now. Um, yeah. It belongs on the calendar. Absolutely. I think interesting going forward, going back to sort of the change of dates for Ultimates, because then Clash, hopefully that means we'll get a point where I can make that that's if he's going to keep that at the same date in Birmingham that he yeah. had this year. Yeah, the Showmaster's had. Fingers crossed. Well, yeah, but, I can't imagine it's going to change. In fact, I think they may have even announced it. Um, mm. And I'm sure it is the same weekend again. Because it's the bank holiday weekend. Particularly from our point of view, where where you've got show guests, shield guests at two different events the same weekend. It, yeah. it can be a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, and I, and that was the same with Heroes and Villains. Mm. Same weekend as, as Expo with guests from the same shows. And I know James, the guy that owns Heroes and Villains, actually came out and said they were only at MCM Expo because we couldn't fit them in. Mm. So, yeah. fingers crossed that... I mean, we're we're aware. Everybody's aware that there there are only a finite number of dates in the calendar, particularly in the hiatus period. Yeah. But it, it is it can be as a fan quite frustrating 
where I mean, I mean, you're lucky that you managed to do that weekend. You managed to get what you needed at both events because yeah. I suppose they are stone throw apart, really, in terms of of locale in that respect. Yeah, and I know it's not the first time we've done that. I know back in the days of the Angel Cons and, and everything, I know we went from Heathrow for an Angel Con all the way over to, yeah. to Olympia to meet Charisma Carpenter and, and Baldwin. And, and I think and back, also going back to Milton Keynes, I think people... You, had done the occasional Star Fury Heathrow event, yeah. swinging in on a Bangladeshi Monday yeah. at Milton Keynes on the way home. That's another one, I think. Yeah. So, so, no, it's so it's, it's a new thing. But they're always having event clashes, but yeah. it just seems, in terms of show guests clashing events-wise recently, yeah. one or two events at the same time. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully that next summer we'll be able to get to between us, get to both Blackpool and to Birmingham to sort of yeah. report it and. Yeah. Get a lot more tweets and photographs out there and stuff like that than we managed this time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I did know the biggest problem I had with Blackpool A, it's finding the time and, and, and B, not being very quick on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's difficult to keep on top of things. I Something we're going to move on to next. I've been, been at Disneyland Paris for the last week. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Only been back for, for a few days. Um, and keeping trying to keep up to date with that. We've been recording podcasts as we've gone. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's just filling it out. I've been filming, I've been taking photos, keeping our Instagram up to date, and, and things like that. So it's it's fairly yeah. difficult to keep on top of things, especially when you don't have a lot of downtime. So, hopefully, we, hopefully at some point as well, we may pr- persuade the two Scouser reprobates to get to an event with us, and we yeah, can have fingers full crossed. coverage then. Yeah, I know Josh has done the Liverpool MCM um, yeah. last year, but he's been going through his exams, and he's finishing his last exams. Monday after we've recorded this, so should be backwards as normal next yeah, month. Hopefully. So fingers crossed. Hey, so, Josh, yeah. Him. So, but yeah, that's that's it for the convention reviews. Hopefully, it's it's not been too boring. As I said, they're they're all very <laughs> different shows. Absolutely. Um, so, so fingers crossed that that would be of some interest to everybody. Um, we're just going to do a little little wrap up, I think, of of some of the news and and things that. That have popped yeah. up in the last few weeks. Probably, probably one one character springs to mind amongst any, amongst many. Um, yeah, and obviously that I think will be the bulk of our next episode. Will be will be Spider Man. Um, yeah. Obviously, with the film coming out in the next few weeks. Um, but obviously, there's been a lot of news regarding that film and regarding other films in that new universe, which now seems yeah, to not be a new universe. Yeah. yeah. So we now know that Tom Hardy will be playing Eddie Brock or Venom um, in a Venom spin-off movie. I know it had been talked about for a while. Um, it's now been confirmed that he's definitely in it. But then it's it's kind of come as a sideways knock that possibly it is part of the MCU, but not quite. Um, yeah. As, as well as the Silver and Black spin-off now as well as being confirmed. As well as yeah. some spin-offs of villains as well, I believe they've now confirmed in Craven and um oh Fishbowl Ed. Yes, uh, there were a couple today. I read that Craven's yeah. supposed to be getting his own movie. Yeah. And um not Mephisto. Um No, I want to call him Mephisto as well. Uh, this is where old man like looks up internet research. Yeah. Oh, that's really bad. Let's search Fishbowl Ed. Oh, this is really bad. Uh, 
Uh, no, it is Mysterio. Oh, Mysterio, right. that's it. Mysterio, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, they seem to be going going ahead now. Um, but I think the big news was that that Tom Hardy is going to be be Venom, and that the villain is mm. going to be Carnage, the other yeah. symbiote, which was a bit of a surprise. I didn't think they'd introduce him so early. Mm. Um, and I know it is doing the rounds that Tom Holland may possibly make an appearance in these films. I know he's he's done some press conferences recently, and one of them got translated really badly. That basically yeah. said that he was in it, um, but the actual proper translation was no. I don't know anything about this. I might be in it, but at the moment I don't know anything other than I'm looking forward to seeing him. So, yeah. and they've also mentioned that they're going to pour over a new. MCU character to the second Spidey film, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be Tony Stark in the next one. Um, mm. Who do you think it might be? I tell you, what, I'd like it to be, and it'd be somebody from a Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be Daredevil, but it won't be Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I, I think it's going to be probably Ant Man. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. And make probably make sense. I, Two I can see that characters. And it's that technology suit-wearing thing again yeah. as well. So and it kind of would fit. I can't see it being Cap. As we know, Cap no. in this film anyway. Uh, yeah. In a short little clip. Um, and there's question marks how many movies to make as well. Yeah, so. exactly. I know that would mean he'd have to have, a, have an extra film in his contract as well. Because mm -hmm. this is his last Infinity War and Part 2 is his last two films. So yeah. the only other one I thought it could be is possibly for the the locale is Doctor Strange. Well, maybe yeah, yeah. New, York New York based. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'd be interesting. We could get completely blown out of the water, and it'd be someone completely that we're not expecting. I think what I was going to say is I don't see there should be any problem why they can't be on the side of the MCU in the same way that the Netflix shows are. Yeah, exactly. They, ne they name check, but they carry yeah. on and have their own stories within that universe. And, and, and Sony could still do the same. Yeah, and for me, the interesting factor is that they're not using Norman Osborn. Mm. And for me, I feel that Norman Osborn should be the overarching villain for the next phases of the MCU. Mm. He has been in so many of the comic books. It just makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so, him and Kingpin between them have come up against quite a few different sort of yeah. namers, haven't they? So, so, so yeah, there's that, and hopefully this film does well. It's getting good reviews already, from what I'm reading, um, and that Tom Tom Holland's being being raved about as Spider Man and Peter Parker. Yeah. So, oh, and obviously the last thing, the the last two announcements for the cast listing. Uh, that came out. Uh, the introduction of Jennifer Connolly returning to, to Marvel films. Yes. Uh, as the voice of Peter Suit. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Jennifer Connolly is married to, to our vision. Uh, she's yeah. married to, to Paul Bettany. So, so it's keeping it in the family. And then the last, <laughs> the last big announcement, obviously, is the return of Gwyneth Paltrow as Peppa Potts. Yes. I know hey. it's been rumoured for a while. Um, I did laugh, though, last night. I did. I said to. to to my wife, I went, yeah, Marvel have got a good good deal here, haven't they? Bring back one of their highest paid paid, paid actors and not have to pay for her. <laughs> yeah, let's only let's, pay for it. Let's pass it on to Sony, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, yeah. and sticking with Spidey, I think, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the footage of the game. Oh, man, alive. Um, 
I was watching that trailer and thought, I, I know what Paul's getting for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely can see a PlayStation 4 in my future. Because um, the game I've still out in first quarter of 2018, they're talking yeah. about. Yeah, certainly. And, and I can't wait. And obviously, some great footage of the game. And even, mm. even the way the footage ended with the introduction yeah. of uh, a certain other Spider-Man. Yeah. Which we weren't expecting in, in Miles Morales. Um, it makes you want to get to play as both at yeah, some point in that it, game. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they don't introduce that. And it seems like they're introducing some of those characters to the, to the film as well. I've heard that um, Donald Glover's playing a character that's very much linked to Miles Morales. Um, mm. So yeah. that's quite interesting yeah. that they seem to possibly be going that way, that maybe that's going to be their way of keeping them separate. Yeah. Is that you'll have two Spider-Men on at the same time, so Peter will be kind of linked to the MCU. Whereas Miles might be something separate, um, where it, while still connected in in loose terms. Because we've also got the animated movie at the end of twenty eighteen, yes, so have. the game's going to be a bit more linked to that, possibly. So yeah. So yeah. really, other than there's been a lot of press going doing the rounds now for the defenders as well. Um, some promo shots, some promo videos, even have been doing yeah. the rounds, kind of explaining their characters, if you hadn't watched the separate ones. Um, I know I posted a couple I of them. that'll be our oldest discussion we'll be about. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, certainly can see that at the end of August will definitely be a, a Defenders discussion. Um, yeah. I know they're now filming, I believe they're filming the second season of Luke Cage. Mm. That's just started filming. I know Jessica Jones season two has been filming for a while. Um, but there's definitely been some pictures of of Mike Coulter on set. Um, just to throw that out there as well, remember London Film and Comic Con next month, we'll have Mike Coulter yep. as a guest. Uh, Finn Jones will be there, Jessica Henwick, uh, the lady that plays Madame Gal. I'm not even going to try and pronounce her name. <laughs> um, and we'll be there on the Friday. Yeah. You sort my tickets out, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do as well. Um, but we will be there, so if you're there, come and find us. Um but I think that's really, really it for for the news at the moment. Obviously, the big um, splash will be next month with Spider Man. Um, yeah. So we look forward to seeing that. We're, I'm sure we'll be going to see it quite early on. Um, oh, yeah. And so yeah, looking forward to that. So, have you got anything else to add, Tony? Uh no. We talked for a lot, quite a good length actually about conventions. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a nice sort of variation actually this month so yeah. we get back to so. yeah no so obviously last month was a bit different as well for us we all recorded separately so it's quite nice to have us have at least two people talking at the two same time back. this time hopefully we'll get all four back at some point yeah so. fingers crossed so hopefully for next month that we'll all be together to review spy day yeah so, so yeah and on on that note i think think that's it um We'll be back as usual next month. Follow our Facebook page. We we post stuff quite regularly. I I would say, uh, I wouldn't Amsterdam. say we're daily, but um, there's definitely stuff going up there all the time. So so yeah. give that a look. And the Instagram. Oh. Yep, yeah, the Instagram and and our Twitter account. So so yep, yeah, uh, you can you can find me on Dis After Dark, um, Magical Kingdom of Wall. I'm occasionally on Universal After Dark. Um, there might be a new project from, from just me coming up shortly. Um, nothing's done yet, but we shall see. Mm. Um, so on that note, 
I think we can say cheerio. Good night.